Through their investment in the Minnesota Corn Checkoff, corn growers are fueling research and initiatives that build a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. The Minnesota Corn Podcast introduces you to the individuals who are shaping future ag practices, identifying new markets, and promoting agriculture with the non-farming public. Our guest for this episode is John Hinners, Senior Vice President of Industry Relations for the U.S. Meat Export Federation. John, let's spend some time talking about the ways in which USMEF sort of communicates back to uh, corn farmers in particular the value that meat exports provide. And I guess before we even get to that, maybe a a brief overview of what the the Export Federation uh, really does for those that aren't very familiar. Well, Mark, uh, the U.S. Meat Export Federation was founded in 1976. Uh, We're a grassroots nonprofit organization that uh, works with the government and works with uh, industry here, ag industry here in the United States, to actively promote U.S. red meats uh, around the world. So uh, when you look at um, what does that mean as far as U.S. red meats, uh, that would be your your beef industry, your pork industry, and your lamb industry. So those are considered the red meats uh, side of things. Uh, basically on a meat science basis. So um, we're not a lobbying group. Uh, primarily marketing is our our key objective, and uh, we have international offices in 19 locations around the world. Um, so uh, essentially we're headquartered. The U.S. Meat Export Federation is headquartered in downtown Denver, Colorado, and uh, for the most part uh, what we are actively engaged is is exporting those red meats. Uh, so everything that we do is outside the United States. So, um, Mark, and a lot of people might say, well, I don't know much about the Meat Export Federation. Well, certainly if you lived in Seoul, Korea, uh, or Tokyo, Japan, or Mexico City, Mexico, you'd know a lot about the U.S. Meat Export Federation because that's where we're active. Uh, when you think about um, promotion here in the United States, we've got various pork groups and beef groups and uh, those entities that take care of the domestic market. But uh, when it comes to the U.S. Meat Export Federation, we're we're pretty much the promotion arm on the international side. John, I think you would agree an important distinction to make here up front because we are speaking on behalf of the Minnesota corn growers, the, the number one customer for corn, livestock. And so as you think about exporting beef, exporting pork, and the value that that provides the corn farmer, that's what this study we're going to be highlighting uh, really does so well. Absolutely. Um, when you look at what the U.S. Meat Export Federation was founded on, um, it was founded on the principle of providing value opportunities, profitability opportunities um, for the livestock industry and the partners of the livestock industry. And essentially, you know, the corn industry has been a great partner with livestock um, forever, you know, and, you know, essentially uh, they need each other. And with the U.S. Meat Export Federation, we provide that venue to where, you know, you can help each other um, promote and keep, you know, some profitability in this business by being able to sell, you know, the variety meats of beef or the variety meats of pork um, overseas to where it, you know, you can get additional dollars for those items. Uh, let's take for an example a beef tongue. Uh, beef tongue um, 
you know, here in the United States, you know, typically um, we can add six or seven dollars per animal on a, on a on a fed steer by being able to export that beef tongue to Japan. You know, whereas uh, an item, a uh, protein item that's uh, desired um, at a high level, and um, we sell a majority of our beef tongues to that particular market. So if we can get more money uh, from an industry by selling that corn-fed beef or that corn-fed pork overseas, uh, some of those items that we don't uh, consume as much of in the United States, it's a win-win for the livestock industry and ultimately uh, their partners in the corn industry. We've seen corn prices climb to, to levels that we had not seen in about a decade here over the course of the past two years. How much of that strength has come from meat exports, John? Well, when you look at um, when you look at meat exports, we've been um, conducting a, a research study with uh, Dave Juday, um for a number of years. So it's pretty promising the information that we have um you know from that standpoint that that total uh value of corn that goes into just what we export on on livestock is about 12% of a bushel's value so um that can be attributed to red meat exports so in 2021 what that means is beef and pork exports contributed 12% of the bushel's value uh which was 66 cents on a bushel now Let's kind of think back in 2021, uh, that particular year, a bushel of corn, what do you think that bushel would have averaged in that particular year, Mark? Well, it would have been in the 6 $7 range, right? Actually, in 2021, we averaged, we might have spiked here or there, we averaged $5.48 per bushel uh, in that year. So you take 12% of the bushel's value, that's $0.66. Cents. So, um, you know, I think that's, uh, interesting from the standpoint it's, it supports um, the state of Minnesota. Uh, you take that uh, $0.66 cents on a bushel of corn, and the state of Minnesota averaged uh, 178 bushels per acre in 2021. So ultimately, uh, red meat exports helped contribute about $117 per Minnesota corn acre this past year. So one of the goals of Minnesota corn is to kind of have a, a, a great investment portfolio uh, for their checkoff dollars. And essentially when they're investing in uh, a, a multitude of, of projects, uh, the U.S. Meat Export Federation is one of those uh, projects uh, that we we put forward some ideas uh, we we basically pitch those to the the leadership of Minnesota Corn, and uh, they'll decide on how to best uh, invest in those projects. So I think when you look at uh, U.S. Meat Export Federation assisting with um, the promotion of red meats, and could be attributed to $117 on an acre of land, uh, assisting in 66 cents on a bushel of corn. That's a win-win for everybody. Absolutely. Now, we're talking about 2021 figures, but how would you sum up 2022 to this point? Well, it's it's hard to tell uh, where we're going to end up the year, but I will tell you this much. Um, U.S. beef exports, uh, we had a record $10.6 billion in 2021. 
we won't know how we'll end the year until maybe March of 2023 because there's always a lag on on USDA statistics. Uh, so we're looking really promising um, from an export stand uh, for 2022. We are projecting $11.6 billion. I will tell you this much. Um, for the first five months of this year, we've had um, – you know, several billion uh, billion dollar uh, months of exports. So we're looking very promising to hit that 11.6 billion for 2022. If we do that, um, you know, um, a majority of corn that goes into those red meat exports is going to uh, increase. So uh, ultimately, more and more protein that gets exported outside the United States means that more corn and more DDGs gets exported in the form of red meats. So, John, if I'm a Minnesota corn farmer listening to this conversation right now, what else do I really need to hear as it pertains to what we've been talking about for the past 10 or so minutes? Well, I think the key message here is, hey, they've got, uh, as a corn farmer, you've got partners out there um, that are working hard to make sure that every sector in agriculture can remain profitable. It's a hard business. We know that. And there's ups and downs, certainly. But if we can stay um, consistent in what we do as an organization uh, and have fair access to these markets around the world, we'll win because no one else uh, can have that high-quality corn-fed, uh, highly marbled beef or that corn-fed pork like what we have available here in the United States. So we tout that as a marketing attribute on our products internationally. You know, a lot of people. Um, can claim they've had some grain feeding around the world, but ultimately, uh, we all know what we have available in the United States. It's a very high-quality corn-fed beef um, and pork that we have available. So we tout that as one of our uh, um, marketing attributes in many of our uh, marketing campaigns around the world. Um, we're very sustainable in uh, what we do as far as corn production and beef production and pork production. And we're constantly um, sharing those metrics with the uh, consumers around the world because they want to know. And uh, we pro provide that information on many of our websites and, and talking points uh, with major retailers that are buying our products um, in the international market. It's in uh, people, you know, generally are concerned about, you know, how we are doing things um, in the right way um, to promote to promote and produce food, nutritious protein uh, for consumers around the world. So I think all these things work together. We need our universities, our land grants, our community colleges uh, to continue to. Um, put their best for, foot forward and work with the industry. Uh, we need our government um, support. There's so, there's so many things that are working together hand-in-hand hand, uh, to help tell the story about U.S. agriculture. And believe it or not, we're just a piece of it. Uh, we know that. We're not here to try to take credit for um, these great export numbers that we, we, we see. But uh, I will tell you this much. Uh, I think the underlying silver bullet here is we're selling over a billion dollars worth of variety meats. I mean, livers, stomachs, kidneys, um, hearts, uh, all over the world. And these items, um, for the most part, uh, you know, 
um, could be rendered or could go into pet food if we weren't able to um, ship those items to consumers that desire and need high-quality protein around the world. I mean, you, when you look at Africa, it's one of our top liver markets right now. And, um, you know, just a few years ago, we weren't hardly shipping anything to that particular market. So um, there's a lot of different successes going around. And, you know, with rising input cost on raising livestock, I think we need to be able to get as much value out of those beef carcasses or pork carcasses that we can. Uh, and and uh, one way you're able to do that is um, by being able to get into the global market and export these products. So there's a lot of moving parts. Um, I think a win-win for everyone uh, that is involved when we can work together um, as an industry, whether um, that's the corn sector or the soybean sector or beef or pork or the government. There's just so many good things happening. Um, uh, you know, sometimes we get our vision clouded a little bit when we see these prices jumping up and jumping down and, and everything else. But, uh, you know, if we could stay the course and have a vision on being a world leader in exports, I think, uh, you know, this agriculture sector is going to stay pretty, pretty solid. To learn more about the partnership between Minnesota Corn and the U.S. Meat Export Federation, visit mncorn.org.